Welcome to the Aligned Women Podcast, a podcast to empower women in chiropractic to grow practices that work for their families. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton. And I'm Dr. Shauna Dingman. We're two moms who are navigating the journey of life and practice just like you. So sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy the show. everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Women Podcast. Hello, Dr. Danielle. Hi, Dr. Shauna. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm good. I've been rained on. I've been pooped on. And considering all that, we're still sitting here having a nice conversation and laughing. So That's right. It's, yeah. it's a great day when you've been rained on and pooped on, and you can still look as great as you look. You guys can't see Dr. Danielle, but I, I had to ask her if her husband was home for a nooner because she looks so <laughs> damn good right now. You <laughs> would really like for that have to have been a yes, but no, not today. <laughs> so today our topic is the shiny penny. Hmm. Such a pain point for me, and I know it's a, it's a big struggle for a lot of other women. I'm sure it's a struggle for men too, mm-hmm. but I hear from the women, right? So I know that it, it's a struggle for women. Um, those bright, shiny objects, the distractions, and feeling kind of like a squirrel when there's all sorts of stuff around you that can distract you. And we're talking specifically too about practice building strategies, you know, the advertisements that you see on Facebook, getting a whole bunch of new patients, or here's a social media strategy that'll work for you. So it's, it's that kind of thing. The courses that you buy that are still sitting in your inbox that you haven't touched, or maybe you've opened the first module and you haven't gotten to the rest. And that was three years ago. Um, (laughs) It's, it's all those kinds of things, the gimmicks, the advertisements, the smooth talking landing pages that you swear are talking directly to you. And yet for whatever reason, once you have it, you never find the time or the inclination to look at it. So let's talk about that today and figure out what is going on. Why do we do it? And how do we stop the madness? Okay, so as you and I have talked about this before, I think that um, the, the biggest point to start off with is that we often don't take time to slow down and look at the bigger picture of our business. Mm-hmm. And when we don't take that time to slow down and look at the bigger picture, then it's easy to get distracted by stuff that pops up, stuff that seems to land in your email inbox or come up in a Facebook ad because you don't necessarily know where it is that you're going. And if you're like me, when something kind of lands in front of you like that, you might take it as a sign and think, oh, this is here for a reason right now. I need to do that. <laughs> that may not always be the truth. Yeah, for sure. And, and I want to say full disclosure, um, this is a big problem for me too. Like you and I have both talked about this in the past so many times. And then- yep you know, we see, we see the mamas talking about it too. So this isn't just, this isn't just Danielle and I, and it's not just some of you, this is a problem across the board. Cause I know my husband has talked about it. I've heard other people, other coaches talking about it. I think it's part of our personality as entrepreneurs. We tend to be kind of mavericks. Um, you know, we want to try new things. We want to go out and stick our neck out and, and try something that we haven't done before. So 
don't think that because Danielle and I are talking about it on the podcast that we have this issue nailed down. We just, we're just aware that we both do it and we often kind of laugh about it amongst ourselves that, you know, we did it again. So you're in good company uh, (laughs) with us for sure. You're right, Danielle, like time, right? Time and clarity. Those are two really big things. And we talk about that all the time on the podcast, making sure that you're taking time to work on your business and not just in your business. And as, as busy moms who are practitioners, we're horrible at that. Uh, yes, I was really horrible at that at the second half of 2017 uh, with all that we had going on in our family, especially building a new home that was an hour away from the old home and the commute that we had going back and forth between the two houses. We lived in a hotel for a few weeks. Uh, we were growing a new baby. <laughs> that was necessarily, not necessarily something that took a lot of time, but something that took a lot of energy, that's for sure. And so what I found for me last year was that I was working in the business much more than I was working on the business. And at some points, many points, I wasn't working on the business at all. I was solely working in the business and I was like, holy cow, I'm hanging on here because it's all the time I have to work was working in the business and I was not able to give any time to working on it. It's a feeling of you're always running to catch up and it's a terrible feeling and it burns you out after a while. But, but what happens is if you don't take that time, like create that white space in your calendars to actually sit and think about who you are, what you do, why you do what you do and why you don't, what you, and what you don't do, then everything looks good. And it requires that clarity of your mission, your vision and sort of where your boundaries are. If you don't have that clarity, that's what makes everything look like a shiny penny. So that's, that's really the first thing. It's a combination of building that white space into our calendars. And I'm just going to add a note in there that we don't just do this with our businesses. We do this in almost every aspect of our life. We overschedule ourselves. I mean, how many of you, if you looked at your calendar right now, you would see time blocked out in the week for self-care for just doing whatever you want to do for a period of time. And I would be willing to bet that not many of us do. Like it's not actually scheduled in there regularly every week that you have time to do things for yourself, let alone that you have time to just sit in a cafe and work on your business for a while and think about the vision for your business. So it's not just a problem in our practice. It's a problem that we have created in our lives in general that we really need to remedy and we, we need to start doing less, actually. Amen. <laughs> we do need to. And that's not just a trendy mantra. It's really a sustainability issue. We mm-hmm. cannot sustain doing all the things all the time, everywhere. Uh, and some people have more stamina for that than others And then those, you know, that don't have that stamina to sustain that kind of pace for a long time are often women because we Mm -hmm. also have kids that we're raising too. So yeah, we do need to slow down. We do need to commit to less and we do need to make sure that we're including time on a regular basis for ourselves and for looking at 
our business, looking at where we have been, looking at where we want to go. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So another point that you had mentioned as we talked through this concept before we were recording is that we can get into this mindset of always chasing new patients in Mm -hmm. chiropractic, that we are always doing something to bring in new patients, but that that's not really always the problem that we need to be fixing. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. I think a lot of us run around thinking we have a new patient problem when if we have a new patient problem, typically it's not a new patient problem. It's a patient retention problem. And if you're, if your processes in the office are good and they're efficient and your goal is to retain people for a long time, then the number of new patients that you actually need to see on a regular basis to grow a practice is actually quite low. Um, you know, you can sustain a healthy practice on probably six to eight new patients a month. It's not going to grow much, but it only takes, I would say in the range of 10 to 12 new patients a month to actually grow a practice at a decent rate. So Shana, how would you explain to another chiropractor how they might know that they have not a new patient problem, but um, a patient retention problem? I guess that comes in how you're recording your stats. So you'd be able to look at your stats and see the number of people who are going inactive or not converting at specific times. So if you have, say for example, you have some kind of a corrective phase and then from there people either go into some kind of a rebuild or an optimization phase where, or they're going from acute to wellness, whatever your wording is, there has to be some kind of conversion process where you're giving them a new treatment plan. And if people aren't even making it to that conversion appointment or they're making it to the conversion appointment, but they're not converting, they're falling out of care after that, you have a leaky bucket. Uh, and you know, every patient eventually is going to fall out of care, but ideally if you go to the time and energy of helping people through a crisis and educating them about what you do, you want to hang on to these people as long as possible so that they can grow with you and do more and more and more of what we're teaching them. So it's definitely, it should be clear from your statistics. And I think, so one of the sub problems of this is that we don't typically keep great statistics or we keep, we're focused on the wrong statistics And so we're not taking the time to either keep the statistics or look at the statistics that we do keep. So I think that's how this leads into being distracted by bright, shiny objects or the bright penny is that when you don't know your true statistics in your business, it's easy to assume or guess and then think that you have a problem that you don't have or um, not know that you have a problem that you do have. So then when things are presented to you, opportunities are presented to you for a new course or a new training, you say yes, because you don't know if that's really going to solve the problem that you have or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. So it is often not a new patient problem that we're having. It is a problem with retention. And so adding more more new patients into the funnel does not fix the problem. It just exacerbates the problem. But it's a quick fix, right? Because it makes your numbers pop up for a little bit. Yeah. Sure feels exhausting though, doesn't it? It does for sure. Well, and the other thing is it makes you panic, Mm -hmm. right? So then there's, there's also the seasonality of chiropractic. 
because I think in pretty much everybody's office, we have seasonal times of the year when chiropractic is busier and slower. Yes. And if you don't know that you're going to head into a slow season because you've not been having time with your business on a regular basis, then like you said, you can um, hit that slow time and feel like you're panicking because your business now is suddenly falling apart. And surely you need some kind of band-aid or you need some kind of help. You need some kind of fix for this scenario. And so, you know, when those ads pop up on Facebook or new programs, it seems like, ah, yeah, this is what I need. (laughs) But we don't really know because again, we haven't taken the time to really look at where our business is and just know that this is just a slow season. And in a couple of months, things are going to pick back up again. Yeah. I mean, the, the shiny penny sure looks a lot prettier when you're panicking because there's nobody in your office right now and you're looking at your bank account and your bank account isn't looking so good. But when things are busy and there's a lot of abundance, we don't actually notice the shiny pennies that much because we're, we're too, we're too busy taking care of our people. So the idea is to spend the time planning, knowing when our seasons are going to be making sure that we're in action as much as possible. And we have different ways, different pillars of building our business so that there isn't quite so much seasonality. We don't have the same spikes and valleys. Another factor that plays a part into the seasonality of our businesses is how it affects our cash flow. Mm -hmm. And if we're not aware of the seasonality and then we have a period of time where our business is slower and our cash flow is lower, then um, that can really obviously cause some panic as well. This is why I think Profit First, again, is just um, something that every chiropractor needs to read because it helps you to be able to see how you can account for those slower periods and manage your cash flow differently so that you're not so panicked when those slower seasons do happen and they will happen. And you're right. When you never have to worry about cash flow because the money is always there in your allotted account, it just takes so much pressure off you. And once again, those shiny pennies, they don't, they're not as attractive. You, you don't, you know that you can be okay without them. Mm-hmm. So there's not as much FOMO because you're, you're like, no, it's not in alignment with what I'm working on right now. Okay. What does FOMO mean? I keep seeing it. Fear of missing out. Oh, <laughs> My daughter said it to me the other day. I said, what's FOMO? She just looks at me, rolled her eyes and goes, seriously. Uh, (laughs) And I never did get the answer from her. Okay. Yes. FOMO is bad. Okay. So let's, let's summarize this then. How do we reduce the shiny penny syndrome? It all comes down to clarity, creating more clarity on where you have been in your, in your business, where you want to go in your business and having a solid marketing plan so that you don't have as many dips and peaks and having a good solid financial plan so that you're not always running from paycheck to paycheck. Yes. So speaking of that, we in an Align Women team membership have a system that I think helps with managing this a bit 
in our practices and it's a 90 day growth plan. So essentially if you're working on growing your practice right now, or you have some big projects that you want to complete in your practice, then creating a 90 day plan helps you to know over the next 90 days, over the next quarter, what am I working on? And it lays out a plan for you. You lay out a plan for yourself, essentially, uh, how you're going to achieve those objectives. And when things like this come up where there's a new course that's coming into your email inbox, for example, this is my nemesis, <laughs> um, then I can look at my plan. What are my objectives? What do I want to focus on and achieve over the next 90 days? And is this thing really going to help me get that thing or create that thing? And if the answer is a yes, then I might want to do some more introspection. But if the answer is uncertain, not just if it's a no, but if it's not a clear yes, then I can make a decision that it's a no. Mm -hmm. So the 90 day practice growth plan um, for me helps me to stay focused when I'm really honoring my clear intentions and objectives. And I see it help other women do the same thing too. Yeah. I mean, what I found with the 90 day plan is that it helps me focus on my one thing because I want to have so many one things, but so many one things is not one thing. And when you know what your one <laughs> thing is, isn't. For the quarter, <laughs> it, it does make it a lot easier to sort of put blinders on to the shiny pennies. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is that we actually can achieve more, more quickly by narrowing down our focus than by trying to do all the things. Yeah, for sure. That's okay. a whole other podcast. It is. Yes, <laughs> it is. All right. So overall, the theme here is to slow down and allow yourself to have time for you and for your business where you are working on your business on a regular basis, allowing yourself to have clarity and um, yes, and just, you know, Taking it slower is not, is not just a cool, trendy mantra. I think I may have said this before. It's really a business strategy. Uh, a sustainable business model requires us to be more strategic instead of just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. So speaking of the Aligned Women team, if you are wanting some more uh, support in growing your practice right now, then be sure to join the waitlist for the membership. You can find the details over at alignedwomen.com forward slash join. Shauna, any other parting thoughts before we wrap up? No, have a great week. Go take Thank some action. You. Yes. But not if it includes clicking on an ad. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you next time on the Aligned Women podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today on the Aligned Women podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, we would love for you to head on over to iTunes and hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can join the community of amazing women doctors in our free private Facebook group, Mama Chiropractors, by going to alignedwomen.com slash mama chiropractors. And if you'd love to fast track your success in life and practice, subscribe to the waitlist for the Aligned Women team group coaching membership by going to alignedwomen.com forward slash join. Have an amazing day and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Aligned Women podcast.